0: Hello, you beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, and we're welcoming back Shelly, my very good friend, back to the podcast. And Yay! So excited to be here again, girl.
1: So excited.
0: Yeah, it's. we were just talking. I think it's been probably over a year since we recorded an episode, which is crazy because we always have such good chats and we're so aligned on so many things, but, you know, life
1: Gets crazy. I'm in (laughs) denial that it's been over a year, but I'll take. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. It's yeah. Like when I actually look at the date, we'll probably be like, okay, wow, that's um. I know it's so crazy, but just to give everyone uh, a brief introduction of Shelly, definitely go listen to our first episode together. I think it might have been episode eight or nine, somewhere around there. But um, she is an integrative nutrition health coach. And she's also on a, you know, similar path of sharing the message around loving your movement. She's really on board with the whole food freedom type train, body image healing world, all those good things that we're all here for. Yes. And um, yeah, we just have so much in common with, you know, the restrictive backgrounds being go 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 really just not giving our bodies like the nourishment the kindness that it deserves and needs and now we've kind of found this path towards healing and we're helping other people do it so yeah i'm just really excited to have you back on you're such a shining good energy
1: and i'm just excited to know you more too yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me again.
0: Of course, of course. Yeah, so I know before we started recording just now we were chatting a little bit about um a little bit about just being kind of run down, being burnt out. You were mentioning your brain has just been yes. all over the
1: place. All over the place. Not even going to try and sugarcoat that one. Yes, just a lot of like Thinking things are on one day. I'm literally like thinking things are like a week ahead of time. And I, it's just a lot of, you know, scattered brain situations. And instead of looking at it on this, you know, realm of like, come on, get it together. Like, why aren't you doing this and shaming myself? I'm pulling back and I'm taking a step back and looking at my life and myself with some compassion. And I'm looking at where I can ask for help. That's something that I'm really working on. It's something that's really hard for me um, to ask for energy, you know, to delegate. So then why would I want to waste that precious energy delegating, right? But in reality, in me asking for help, it's only helping me to heal, It's giving somebody else a chance to serve as well. Um, And it's just helping me to, you know, clear up some mental space. And again, just move through these experiences with a little bit more compassion and with a a growth mindset instead of, you know, beating myself up for (laughs) messing up my schedule nonstop.
0: Yeah, that's such a huge mindset shift. I'm the same way where like finding it hard to ask for help. I don't know what it is, but yeah, do you find I think you just explained that, but how much I mean, I identified with that, too, of like, oh, I can do it all by myself. I don't need help or, you know, I'm perfectly fine handling it all. But then, yeah, that's when our plates fill up and we suffer and then people around us suffer and it's just really serving no one and we don't have to be that self sufficient like that's exactly why we have a support system right yes
1: yes it's so true cuz it's like this you know it gets so large this like pressure that's like on us like as women as you know business women whatever like as a mother as you know just so many different things and it's just like it starts to get so loud um but you really have to just de-layer all of that and know that you are worth receiving help. That's this, that's something I keep telling myself, I am worth receiving the help oh, really, really helped me to be able to feel confident in asking for it and accepting and receiving it. Um, you know, like there was this moment that happened, you know, the other week and like, I missed, you know, my son's basketball practice. Like he made this really awesome team And he worked really hard to make this team. And they were like, okay, game time is determined by how hard you go in practice. And I completely missed his practice time by hours. And so we missed his practice. And I was just, I was so sad, you know, like, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, but he like went up and like hugged me on the couch. And I was just, he's like, mom, it's just a practice. Like,
0: he's like,
1: game." I'd be a little pissed, but you know, it's just a practice. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you. So I think that, you know, like you said, like it affects those around us too. And, you know, I was very grateful that he was able to, to help me, you know, in that, in that moment and give me a hug and tell me everything is going to be okay.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's, I think for you know, people in positions like us where we're helping people a lot of the times, I find it's even harder to ask for help because for me, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I'm the one that, you know, I'm other people's rock. I'm their support system. So I should have all my shit figured out. And yeah, for whatever reason, I just have such a hard time even, you know, sometimes admitting to myself, I'm having a tough day or I'm not motivated. Like I was just telling you, I experienced like some crazy burnout recently, and also just other crazy shifts in, you know, figuring out who I am and what path I want to be on. And I feel like, like I'm 27 now, it's a weird age of grieving who I used to be and kind of that identity I had of myself. And now I'm really becoming more clear and aligned on what i actually want to be spending my time on, how present i want to be, like where i want to be putting my energy and it's really hard yes. and scary and heavy and when i went home to canada after being in mexico for 6 months, my body just shut down on me and mm-hmm. i was like back to being this kid staying at my parents' house. Just i just was like mom, i just need i just need my mom. I just need some like i
1: need my mom and some chicken noodle soup yeah. and some- <laughs> Ginger ale, please. Yeah,
0: and tuck me into bed and right. Yeah. <laughs> <in>. yeah.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: But that's okay. I think it's, it's okay. Like, I was just
1: gonna say this. Yes. Yeah. Like your body's now like you've created this safety net for you to fall in, you know? And it's like you've been going and going and going. I've totally felt this. Like, and I was just talking about this with a client too. You know, she's been going in nonstop, nonstop. Just and then she's just like, I am so tired, you know, because now her nervous system is regulated, right? Like she's starting to like slow down and your body is just like, I need rest.
0: Totally. It's, it's like, you're getting out of that survival mode and your body's finally like, okay, we're going to put you to sleep for two weeks now because there's no more threat. But, yeah. but we also resist that. Cause for me, Like I yeah, I just needed to sleep for literally two weeks and I was resisting it. I was like, what's wrong with me? I should be working right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just that creates more suffering. And I kid you not, I was also having these crazy daily migraines for two weeks, and I was like, something is not right. And I kid you not, as soon as I let go and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna accept what's happening. I'm going to rest. I'm gonna take time off social media and it's going to be fine. Like as soon as I like made that flip mm-hmm. of a switch in my mind. And I was like, I'm okay with this. This is what I need. Those yeah. migraines
1: stopped. And that is so crazy. I had such a similar experience with migraine as well. And it was like in the height of my working out and disordered eating. Like I, it was after I had Lucas, our second son, and I was doubling down. On everything, right? Like talk about the pressure of, you know, bouncing back, getting back in those pre-baby jeans, all this stuff. I mean, this was like in 2015, 2016, which was like the height of like diet culture on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was going crazy. I was doing CrossFit. I was just, just going all out. I was doing myself yeah, to the limits. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like crazy, you know, but I was like, this is just what you do. No pain, no pain. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I was in it, I was in it and I didn't think anything was wrong because it was like, well, this is just what you do. Like you got to bounce back. Like, you know, I can't accept my body like right now. And I remember one morning I woke up and I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like I felt like my head was literally going to explode. I couldn't even swallow my own spit because it hurt so bad to like that jaw movement. Like my whole face. I talk about asking for help. I had to call somebody to come get the boys. Thankfully she took him to like, to the beach. I had ice like wrapped around my face around the back of my neck. And I was just laying there and I just looked up. I was like, God, I'm so sorry. Like I, this is it. I'm I'm done. I'm done do- with the pressure. I can't do this anymore. Like I was saying sorry to myself. Like I was really truly like, I'm so sorry that I've put you through this. I'm listening. Mm. I'm not going to do this anymore. Was I perfect after that? No, <laughs> but it was a huge, huge wake up call. Mm. Huge. Like I was just like, oh my gosh. Like that was like the first time that I really understood the importance and like how much our bodies communicate to us. Oh. they are speaking to us all the time all, all the time and yeah. a lot of the times we don't listen
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: we push it down we're like it's okay, it's okay it's just a little pain it's just you know it'll go away it'll go away let me just you know do this let me run away from it by you know packing my schedule tight so I don't have to deal with myself yeah. or myself. And we just go, 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 go. And that experience was a huge turning point for me just to be aware and to know oh my gosh, my body needs me. Right. Like, I, I can't keep doing this to myself, you know? And, and, you know, we have those kinds of experiences. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows after that. Right. Like it takes a lot sometimes for us to like learn truly what our bodies need, you know, and it can be something crazy like that where you literally can't even move out of bed. Some people get sick for years and years and years, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's really, really hard, you know, and it's, it takes a lot of time too, to undo a lot of those habits that brought us to that point, you know,
0: yeah, I'm even thinking about, yeah, you're so right. Our body speaks to ourselves too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um and yeah, we ignore it until it screams and we have no choice. And yeah. I'm just thinking about in the past when similarly it happened to me of my injury. I can't remember if we ever talked about my injury. I didn't talk
1: about it like in person, like right. this. i would right. love to hear more about it.
0: Yeah, so it was similar but even more catastrophic because of how long i had been suppressing and ignoring and it was coming from so many different areas it was coming from the years of bodybuilding the years of dieting restricting way overtraining like all the things that you and i you know have okay. so much in common with yeah. and um so not only that but then also you know a toxic ending of a long term relationship and just all that trauma associated with it And after that breakup, just like you said, I was go, go, go. I didn't let myself feel, you know, I maybe gave myself an hour in the evening to cry and feel sad and miss him. But otherwise all day I was bike riding to the gym, working out for two hours, biking to the beach. I was seeing friends. I was getting drunk. Like there was no time for me to just be like process, release, go through it. Nothing. And my body literally forced me, and like that wake up call you were talking about when I would. Oh, oh, also, I got into a car accident that same summer.
1: Like, yeah, that was all in the same
0: time. All in the same, I would say, in this, in the two, in a two month time span. So it was just all these things. Yeah. So all these things were really just lining up nicely for me. Right. And two days later, I think after that car accident, I, could barely get out of bed. I could barely walk. And all I knew was there was just this intense pain in my stomach. And I was like, what the hell? I thought it was from the car accident. But you know, all these tests came back normal, CT scan normal, MRI normal. But it was just this intense pain. I was like, something is not right. And, you know, that, I mean, it took me a whole year to not only be pain free from that, but also to just let myself chill like I couldn't work out I was now you know alone and grieving by myself and trying to self soothe and so just all these things came up for me and I'm so thankful for that experience because it's why I'm here in this you know place that I'm at now but I look back and I'm like damn that was my body being like girlfriend you got some work to do and um yeah and like you said it was i'm over here <laughs> literally like all the fucking like caution yep. shape road signs like you name it but like trash can fire dumpster fires all of it <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> and yeah i was just forced to to listen and then now you know and that was kind of like my that version of me dying if you will like my old self i was mourning her And then now like I think about this burnout that I just experienced it was the same thing my body doing the same thing of like we're shutting you down thankfully not in such an extreme way but severe exhaustion the migraines I felt so unmotivated like pretty depressed honestly and it was just my body being like yo this isn't okay anymore like this isn't working whatever you're doing and it wasn't diet culture body image related this time but still to the same extent there was things going on where I was like you need to to look at this and uh it forced me to do that.
1: What are like things that you're doing now, moving forward, now that you have this like newfound, you know, clarity? Like what are some changes that yeah. you're going to implement?
0: I, I feel like after this whole experience of the burnout, being back in Canada for a bit, a lot of that stuff was very related around how I was viewing things in my life. For example, i was placing way too much importance around money and you know okay. external yeah. successes that weren't actually making me feel good but on the outside oh this is what you're supposed to strive for this is what's going to make you feel whole and i was mm-hmm. realizing on the inside i was like this doesn't feel good it's not fulfilling me if anything i feel worse and more stress and more empty so well, yeah. something's not right here and I think that what I realize is I can't live a life that's not true to me anymore. And if something isn't 100% aligned with me, and you know, maybe I'll figure it over time. Maybe I don't know in the moment, but yeah. I just can't. I can't do things that no that drain my energy, and I can't do things that don't align with me that don't you know I don't believe in. I guess you could say. And also just giving myself more grace to rest and not have all the answers in the moment. Like I was saying to you, sometimes I'm asking myself these days, like, who even am I? What do I even want to be doing? And I'm just giving myself permission to not have an answer right away, which is so freaking hard.
1: That's so hard, but it's so important.
0: It's like the only way, because I've realized the more you like the whole pressure thing, right? The more you put pressure on yourself, the more you are creating resistance. And it's like with anything in life, the unknown is so fucking scary. And it's what we're always running from and exactly why we keep ourselves distracted. But if we can just, you know, find joy in the right now and just kind of trust that we're on the path, no matter if we feel we've gone in one direction or backwards, like we're still on the path
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's just, it's okay not to know sometimes. Yes.
1: Cause like not knowing is you being vulnerable and raw and humble. And, you know, it's like the complete opposite of like feeding into that pressure and your ego, like, Mm -hmm. right. And it's like, you're getting back to your true self. And it can be really scary when you're like, who am I? like what am I doing you know and and not look at that in the lens of like you know you're 27 years old like you don't know who you are like no- uh-uh, not gonna go there like what a beautiful opportunity this is this life that I get to live exactly this, you know what I mean and yeah. and start to look at it with this gratitude lens like that's another thing I was getting like caught in like a comparison trap lately you know it's like everybody's in Turks and Caicos, you know, and you're just like on the freaking grind, like, you know, going to work, going home, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, and I started like getting in that comparison trap and I was just, I was like, stopped it. I was like, wait a second. What's, what's going on here. And I realized that when I do that, it takes me out of a gratitude mindset. It takes me out of being in the present because when I can focus on the good That's happening in life. I'm so much more present. So now when I start to feel myself like doing the comparison stuff or, you know, getting in that, that realm, I just start to go throughout my day right then and there and try and find things that I'm grateful for. Like, Oh, I'm so grateful for these comfortable shoes right now that I can walk. You know, I'm so grateful for, you know, these flowers that I get to see this beautiful color. You know, I just little things I go throughout the day. Like the other day I was in the city and I was doing this and there was this quote that was like, you know, graffitied on the ground and it was like, smile. It's not over. Yeah,
0: I saw yours. Yeah. I saw that. That was, i it's love like,
1: that. Song. I've just been like trying to take little like snapshots of gratitude throughout the day when I start to feel myself like getting a funk. Mm-hmm. Um, it really helps.
0: And that yeah and that is life the yeah. most mundane things yeah. and just yep. literally you walking on oh, the street yep it's just that is what life is actually about we're usually missing the whole point mm-hmm. and um yeah gratitude changes everything dude because it it does it makes us focus on what we have instead of, you know, hyper fixating on all the things, oh, I don't have when those things won't actually make you happy. You know what I mean? Like in my example, I I kept believing like, oh, a certain amount of money or, you know, X amount each month that then, then I'm going to be there. That's, that will be when it's enough. That will be when I'm happy. Then I've made it right. And then Mm -hmm. you get there or maybe you get close to it and then you're like, Ooh, like I still don't feel good and that's yeah it's never enough and that's what came up for me and I think that's when I realized too it's it's the gratitude piece it's like how can I actually just love the crap out of everything that's happening to me even the simplest stuff yeah. and that's actually the biggest mind sh- mindset shift like you know area that you can make that is so simple mm-hmm.
1: it's, we're gonna because- get- Similar to like our body image healing, right? Like this is how I personally started to like recognize like all that my body does for me every day. Like it started out simple. Like, and this was when I was in the height of like, just like hating my body. and did not want to look in the mirror. I literally had to take our full length mirror and put it in the closet. Like it was just collecting dust. I have, I even forgot that we had a full length mirror until like a couple of years ago. Like I was like, oh my gosh, we have that mirror. I totally forgot. Like, I just was like, I didn't even want to look at myself. But then I got to this point where I didn't, I really didn't want to look at myself because I didn't care. Like I really didn't care. And it felt freaking great. (laughs) But then I was like, oh shoot, I kind of want to see what this dress looks like. So then I pulled it out. But I remember in that height, when I was like hiding away mirrors and I just didn't want to look at my body, I had to come back to the gratitude for my body and it started out simple. Like I remember I was like in a plank and I was looking at my fingers and I'm like, gosh, I'm so freaking grateful for my hands right now, holding me up in this plank. I'm so grateful for, you know, and I just break down like each body part and, you know, find the gratitude for my body, you know, holding me up, keeping me, you know, hugging my kids, you know, like simple things, witnessing, you know, beautiful nature outside and, and just focusing on the gratitude for all that our bodies do instead of hating and thinking like, Oh, you're not enough. You need to fix this. Why aren't you like this? You should be like this. You were like this. Why aren't you anymore? You know, Mm -hmm. and letting go of those thoughts and, and again, like going back to the present moment, but with our bodies too.
0: Yeah, that's so huge. And perspective is everything too, right? Because Honestly, on the body image topic, one thing that always helped me to be completely honest was going to kind of a more extreme outlook in the sense of I would think, okay, I literally have a healthy functioning body. I can, I can walk outside and, you know, I have a roof over my head. There are some people in the world who don't even know where they're going to get their next meal or they, you know, don't even feel safe in their house. Like yeah. li- living in Mexico, going on
1: a hot girl walk. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah some pe- yeah. There's not always hot girl walks going on everywhere yeah. in the world, and we forget that. And living in Mexico has opened my eyes so much. To it's actually been super. And again, you don't need to like go live in a third world country to heal your body image or change your mindset. But for me, especially, like I don't even about what my body looks like hardly ever i still have my moments but you know i think about how grateful i am that i have food in my fridge and again that i have a bed to sleep on there's some people you know a few streets down from me for example who don't even have a bed they don't even have barely walls or anything and i'm just like holy shit and you know it really is a cultural thing where we take so much for granted and we complain for so many, like complain over so many things. And it's just because we're so privileged. And sometimes we get so wrapped up and yeah, we just take a lot for granted. And then we focus on the little itty bitty things that are so trivial. And Mm -hmm. again, so for me, like I would, I would think, yeah, like there's just people who, you know, have so, so little, who, who am I to, to be complaining about things like, Literally I have full health and I'm I'm complaining that, you know, I have cellulite or I'm being mean to myself over over a physical feature. And that just really puts things into perspective for me, even even now when I'm struggling with body image.
1: Yeah, totally. Or like extreme mindset when you're just like, Am I really gonna be counting calories when I'm 87 years old?
0: Yeah. yeah. You're freaking kidding me.
1: Like, am I really gonna be busting out my fitness pal? Like, no no, not happening. And it's true though. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? But like, we go to these extremes, like I have to count calories for the rest of my life or the other extreme too, that like, sometimes when I talk about, you know, intuitive eating and like giving yourself full permission to eat foods that you really truly love, like a bagel, right? Like the bagel was the, like the, my most like fear food. Well, I had a lot of fear foods, but it was, it was up there, you know, it was in the top 10. And in my mind, I was like, but if I allow myself to eat the bagel, that's all I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat 1200 bagels like every single day. No, you're not. No, you're not, you're not. <laughs> not. not going to do it. But like, but even when I post stuff on Instagram, people are like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I can't just eat a bagel like that. I'm just going to have like a dozen a day. And you know, I really am like, but are you like, it's okay. If you, if you want to go ahead, you know what I mean? Like if you can handle it, like go ahead. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that, you know? But it's like, for me personally, I, I felt that way. I was to that extreme, you know what I mean? But then I was like, I ate the bagel and I was like, oh, I actually feel freaking great right now. Like this feels amazing, you know? And it was not only the nourishment from the bagel that helped me feel good, but it was also like, that permission state of mind in eating it. Like where I was allowing myself like that freedom and that like, you know, this free. I don't know. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I felt like my mind was open and I finally took these foods off their little pedestal, you know, and they kind of lost their luster. And I'm like, oh, it's a freaking bagel. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's food. Like it's nourishment. And if I want it, I want to have it, you know, and move on with my life. And it was so crazy to, you know, not think extremes with food too. And, you know, just allowing myself to, to eat it and see what happens. And, you know, it was so crazy with, you know, diet culture, like I was saying, you know, in like, I would say like 2015 to 2018 was probably like the crazy, actually even 2019, it was, it was just a lot of diet culture. Right. And that's when I was like in the height of like, I went vegan for a long time because on the outside, it was like, oh my gosh, I could never be vegan. Right. Like a lot of people, you know, and I was like, watch me, you know, but for me, it was like the perfect mask for my disordered eating. You know, it was just like, Ooh, okay. People just think I'm like really, really healthy, you know. And I did want to be vegan because I was just like, oh, it seems like I can eat a lot of foods. I kept trying to convince myself like, oh, I can eat a lot of foods. So I'm not restricting. I'm not restricting. And I convinced myself that I didn't like chicken and I didn't like cheese and I didn't like. I I really mind messed up my freaking soul <laughs> into thinking and tricking myself for years, for almost like five. Five six years. And, you know, it was just like trying to like undo all those like mind tricks. It was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. I can you relate know? to that. I, I feel the same way when I was, you know, very heavy in the restrict binge cycle. Like I just kept telling myself it's normal. It's normal that I'm barely eating all week. And then it's normal for me to go eat 12 donuts and a pizza and a burger and all the things and then feel sick. And I'm just like, yeah, this is just like the way that I'm going to be for like ever. And it's great. And it's just what? Yeah. It's that it's that black and white thinking really with anything that is, it never works. Like the extremes never work and it sucks and it doesn't feel good. And again, it's taking us out of the present moment of what actually matters. Like you said, food is just food hell yeah, enjoy it, you know, find a way to make it part of your life where it's nourishing, it's feeling good, it's energizing you. The same thing with movement. And then, you know, have some freaking fun, like, sprinkle fun, like heavy on the fun. Yes, Yes. And that's just also, you know, the question you asked me around what I'm doing now that I was like, when I was burnt out, and what am I prioritizing? I'm honestly prioritizing fun. I'm like, if something doesn't feel good, I'm not doing it. And if it's a full body, yes. And if I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. I'm doing it. And I love just, that. Yeah. I'm just done punishing myself. It's like, what mm-hmm. is the point of that?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, I love that. A full body. Yes. Full body yes. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, it's, too, it's kind of crazy too, because like, I think that when you're coming out of that like restriction with food There is a time there though, where it can feel very messy, you know, like when you are finally allowing yourself to like, start to eat those foods and you're just like, it's sometimes I would feel sick because I restricted the, that certain food for so long that I would overeat on it. And I wasn't intentionally like trying, you know, you, it just, it happens, you know, and I was just, I learned from it, you know, I was just like, it's okay. It's okay. You know? Yourself, yes. Up. Yeah. Yes, totally. It was, you know, when, after, you know, while I was healing my relationship to food though, I feel like that allowance was different than when I was also mm-hmm. suffering with restricting and binging on the weekends. Oh my gosh. And it was a different type of, um, eating past fullness, you know, it was just like, I need to honor what my body needs right now. I've restricted and put this food off limits for so long, you know, that I, my body was just like, give it to me, you know? And, and so I did it with an exception, you know, accepting mindset. And, um, and you know, it's just crazy. Cause there were so many foods that I thought like, oh my gosh, like my, I'm going to be, you know, it's all these anti-inflammatory and bloating. And yes, some foods cause people to bloat. Like, I'm not saying that that's not the case, but I feel like those words are and were being thrown around like crazy. And I would do everything and anything so I wouldn't get bloated, right? And so it was like, cut out gluten, cut out dairy, cut out this, like I had all this list. And so I thought, you know, when I started to eat those foods again, like, oh my gosh, my stomach's gonna blow up. Like I'm literally gonna explode, you know? And so like I had, you know, some pizza crust or whatever pizza. And then I was like, oh, nothing happened. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. You know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like this mind trip that I was like, oh my gosh, I was convincing myself for so long that this food was the devil and that I would be a piece of crap if I ate it. And I would feel like a piece of crap if I ate it. When in reality, when I finally gave myself permission to eat it, I felt freaking great and nothing happened like um, it was just such a trip to me yeah yeah live with for so long
0: totally totally and that journey is yeah it's different for everyone and it's not linear but it's like 100% worth it whatever you know whatever your why is behind that that's the main reason whether it's you know True. I want to I want to enjoy pizza with my kids I want to be able to go out with my friends I just want to be more present. I want to have fun, da, 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 whatever it is, just like mm-hmm. deserve that everyone's deserving of
1: that. And, um, it's so true. Like, so for instance, we went to Hibachi like a couple weeks ago and I'm sitting there and you know, they're cooking the food right in front of you fresh as can be, but I couldn't help but think of times past where I would have never sat there and with my kids and with some person making food, I don't know what oil they're using. I don't know what sauce they're putting on. I would have <laughs> never been present with that or, you know, and witnessing the cool, like flying shrimp in the, in the water, you know what I mean? And the fire and everything, I would have never been able to sit there and be present and enjoy it and see the smiles on my kids' faces. Like, Oh my gosh, like, look at all that. Cause I'd be so worried about the seed oils. And the sauces, and oh, can you put my food on the side? And oh, just do mine without any oil. Can I have it steamed? Blah, blah, blah. I was fine. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, 100%. Talk? I, yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful yeah. to be healed from this yeah, from the mess that I was in. And I could just sit here and enjoy this awesome meal, this awesome experience, too, and just and focus on the feeling and focus on the moment and the experience, you know? Yeah.
0: So